Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One win away from clinching the Stanley Cup. The Vegas Golden Knights returning home on Tuesday night with a three games to one series lead. And the city of Las Vegas is ready to erupt. Bruce Cassidy reminding his team on Sunday, it's not over till you get that 16th win. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Cliche time. Us. What's that? It's cliche time. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. You could find us on YouTube at Lockdown Golden Knights. Of course, subscribe there at Lockdown VGK on Twitter at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. And we appreciate all of your fun and outstanding comments. The coveted Stanley Cup, Chris, will be in the building on Tuesday night, T-Mobile Arena. And VGK has a chance to lift it up for the very first time. That's not cliche. It is a fact. That's the Golden cliche. Knights up three games to one in the Cup Series, looking for the closeout after Saturday night's 3-2 to two win, the nail-biter in Florida. VGK, a very confident team right now. And uh, how will Bruce Cassidy get his team to focus on, again, being here at home? There's a ton of distractions. VGK has to do a lot more than just show up for this game against a team that has already taken a series from Boston after being down three games to one. I hope the Wags take it easy on uh, the Golden Knights tomorrow and they leave them alone with the honeydew list and all the things like that. Hopefully, uh, you know, as Tony defines the Wags, we have wives and girlfriends slash side pieces. It's side That's pieces. a Tony thing. That's a Tony thing, but I, I'm on the train, I guess. Um, but, you know, in all seriousness, I think actually – I mean, they were talking about in the presser, right? Uh, tomorrow, well, today, now Monday, pardon me, we're recording on Sunday night. So Monday is a full day off for the team. Good chance for them to not think about hockey, to try and get away from things. Maybe spending time with the family and not thinking about what's at stake is probably the most important thing right now. Once uh, they do no, get back but, to but practice. Monday, no, Monday, they're at practice. Monday's practice because they have that big circus going on outside oh, of sunday arena. was today was sunday was the off day so yesterday sunday was, was the, the off, off day. day i'm sorry okay monday is they the, got the day. brunch we have lucky we have we have chances brunch on now monday, this is Tony. just ridiculous excited? this is just ridiculous to me there was a team earlier on in the stanley cup playoffs where the coach even though they were at home hey you just have two days sequester the team take them to a local hotel they play make them feel like they're playing on the road anyway and get them away from all these distractions. People are going to want tickets. People are going to have demands. All sorts of things at home. The kiddos are going to need to do whatever. Take them to activities. No. I would just take them. It's only two days more, folks. Take them to a local hotel. I get what you're saying. Um, I certainly do. And to a degree, I certainly think less distractions. Um, the So a PR announcement came for practice on Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. They are doing chances brunch is what they are calling this. They are I encouraging that was Monday. fans. Isn't that no, I Monday? think it's Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Oh, my gosh, Chris. You're just OK. 
Go Either ahead, way. Get it straight. Either, Either way. way. Either way. One of the next two days, They're not they are do doing it on Chance's game day. Brunch. Chance's brunch won't be on game day. It's on Monday. Gosh. Okay. Either I'm way. I'm not going to argue with you, but Monday no. is the day with all of the shenanigans and the sideshow, and I call it circus. They're circus. encouraging people to get there at 830 in the morning to say hi to the players when they come in, in their cars. That was uh, literally what the email said. Oh, man. I don't yeah. I, I'm with you to whenever this this stupid. I'll say whenever this dumb thing happens, I'm with you that this is too much. I get you want the fans to have their moment and the fans deserve their moment. And hopefully the fans are going to get a great moment somewhere in the vicinity of the Las Vegas strip. Cause they can go in front of Aria. If we do have a parade, if, if, if we're not putting the, we're not putting lucky ahead of the carriage right now, folks, but you know, these are things that we do need to start talking about a little bit. You like that, Tony? You like that? that was- Town crier is going to be at the parade. Um, oh, please, but no. you know, he's been at the last couple of games, by the way, the home games, I sent you a picture of him. you know, Thanks. we're close here. Let's do this right. Let's get this thing to the finish line. Leave the players alone. Give them another day to do their thing and focus on winning one hockey game that happens to award you the Stanley Cup. Leave Chance out of this. And I love Chance. Too many sideshows. Let's talk about this team's resilience. Um, They won on Saturday, and in doing so, they have now won five of six bounce-back games after a loss, which is really good in the playoffs. Um, what is it about this team's ability to come back? Uh, they won game four after dropping uh, their first game of the series in game three. So first, this email right here, Tony, if, I, if this we ever focuses. Okay, that's goes. good. Okay, is that game on Tuesday? Five. It is on Tuesday. It is on Tuesday. All those shenanigans are on Tuesday. The day this team might win a Stanley Cup, they want they want this to happen. I don't agree is that with Chance's this. Chance's big party. It's his brunch. That? It's Chance's brunch. It's Chance's on brunch. Tuesday. Get on there Tuesday, to get the there. day of the game, folks. Get to City National eight thirty in the morning and say hi to the players as they're getting ready to win their biggest game of their lives. This is a great idea. What could go wrong? And this is generally a very positive podcast for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like we're off to a strange from start right end. now. From your end, yeah, yeah, but you, you're positive. But you're fair and positive. You're fair. Okay. You're fair. That's good. <laughs> Others don't think you're fair. So you had a question, by the way. What the heck was it? <laughs> no, just talking about the resilience of this VGK team. Yes. Winning yes. five out of six games of the bounce back variety. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you saw Bruce Cassidy, right? Bruce Cassidy is keeping the team on track. And then this is where Kelly McCrimmon gets another, uh, you know, tap on the old fanny, so to speak here for uh, having the right players in the right positions. And this goes back to a question that I posed to Kelly McCrimmon at the NHL Stanley Cup Media Day. It was geared towards Jack Eichel. Why did they go after Jack Eichel beyond beyond his ability? What was it that you saw in him? And I also teed it up with the fact that the team tends to target captains, people with leadership pedigree, Stanley Cups. And McCrimmon said, yeah, we just happened to, we're looking for good hockey people who happen to have all of these things. So, you know, this also goes back to Petrangelo when I hit him with a question about the mood of the locker room when the team was just slumping sometime around November. They had just lost, like, to the Sharks, and it was another real bad game, and you would never thought we'd be where we are now based on what was happening back then. And Petrangelo just scoffed it off. Hey, we're going to go back to work tomorrow and do our thing. And I'm like, yeah. what a canned response. Like, you can give me a little more than that. Like, I know I'm, I'm nobody, but you can give me a little something. Well, it turns out that's what they do. They put, you know, they have a short memory. They put the losses behind them. 
and they come out with some of their best games. I mean, six nothing against Dallas after dropping two in a row. That's why it's five out of six, obviously. Um, last, well, sorry, Saturday night was a very good effort. Three nothing lead. Credit Florida for almost climbing back. By the way, William Carlson, the game winner of that game. Um, credit Florida for almost climbing back and credit Vegas for being resilient enough to finding a way to shut the door down the stretch. I mean, if you think about it, as crazy as the end of that game was, the 15 minutes, you know, after the Barkov goal, which came relatively early in the period, Florida didn't have a lot of high danger chances. They really locked it down pretty good. Yeah. So the Barkov goal came at 350. And so Chandler Stevenson, a couple of goals, William Carlson added a goal. It was three to nothing. Then that fluke goal put Florida <laughs> back into the game. It started uh, there. Uh, Brandon Hill Montour. smiled. He was laughing at it. That was awesome, by the way. I loved it. Montour off the carom, off of two VGK defenders, uh, Braden McNabb and Shea. It ain't so Theodore. Yeah, that was funny. That was interesting. Uh, Theodore, he's he had some great moments in that game, and it looks like he's going to find a way to factor into uh, game five, hopefully, with a, a real fun. Uh, maybe that's a lo- early lock of the night prediction, Tony Shea Theodore. But you know, back to the fluky goal, as weird as that was, like, that's the thing, like, you know, people on Twitter started, you know, flipping out, oh, here it comes, here comes the comeback, like, that's a one in a thousand goal, it's gonna happen, who cares, move on. Yeah, and, but then you did, you sweat it when Barkov scored that goal. Oh, you have, you gotta sweat Barkov gets that goal, and you know Florida's gonna have a push, like, you know Florida's gonna have a push, they're beaten, they're battered, they're all sorts of uh, things right now, but they are still the Eastern Conference champions. They deserve to be in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, they played really, you know, two really good games at home. Same breath, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have A, kept home ice advantage, B, stolen home ice advantage. So the only thing left to do is obviously is win have this a brunch. thing. It's have, have, have a brunch. Yeah. yeah. Have a Tony, brunch on I, I read that, I'm Tony. I'm boiled. I, did, I thought it was on Monday, which is okay. That's acceptable. Tuesday game day, start things off, 830 uh, these guys are going to be mentally spent by the time of face-off. I thought it was hilarious, right? Jonathan Marcheseau and the top line started the game off. When Cassidy was asked, why did you start the top line? Cassidy said, Marchie's been bothering me to start all season long, so I thought I'd give, give in to him. <laughs> that's the way that that unfolded. That's it's probably funny. truthful, too. That's the funny thing. Like, that's literally probably what happened. I and mean, maybe there was more to it than that. But, you know, listen – We've we've have our issues with things this team does at times from a business standpoint, from chances brunch the day this team is going to try and win a Stanley Cup because that's what the players want to see. They want to see a line of 500 fans when they got. I mean, listen, you know, those of you that do work normal jobs and when I had a regular job, you know, you got your coffee, you're pulling in the work, you're a little bit groggy, you know, like. It would be like they had these employee rallies in my former employer that was just they were garbage. I don't know how else to say it. I'm sorry. I know some former colleagues might watch us and get mad, but these were garbage. These things that they did. I could not. Um, the only thing worse than having this at two thirty in the afternoon would have been me having it like when I walked into work at nine in the morning with a coffee in my hand, trying to clear my eyes and get ready for the day. And you know, like I get it, the fans are going to love it and fine, but just leave these guys alone. Let them do their thing. And then afterwards, where my point I was making is we're one game from the cup final. All the things that have happened from a business standpoint on the ice, off the ice, 
something right's happening along the way. So maybe this will give them the motivation they need. Maybe this will get them going. Maybe they win the game five to one, and this is a non-starter, Tony. That could happen. It's probably what is going to happen, to be honest. They've the done very well. They've done very well at home ice in the cup right. final against but the Panthers. But the distractions are just at a different level now. And again, yeah. Aiden Hill, if he comes out shaky, who knows, right? Uh, VGK was able in game four to generate a lot of chances through the neutral zone. I thought that that was a plus. Yes. One of the things, though, that we noticed, right, was that the Golden Knights were shooting a lot of their shots at Sergei Bobrovsky right into his crest. So right at him, uh, so many other chances uh, came because uh, they were in deep, very deep, and they didn't get any lift on the puck or anything else. They didn't try to move the puck. I think it's just a bang-bang thing. Eichel has the puck, you know. You have such – there were some times when they skated in and could have gotten some shots off, no doubt. But, like, Eichel had a prime opportunity. But you got to let that shot go the second it's on your stick. Barbashev had a similar spot. so was mad at himself for missing one. And, you know, credit Bobrowski. Those saves don't look that easy if Bobrowski isn't standing in the middle or at the top of his crease cutting that angle down. If Bobrowski is in the back of the nets, then obviously those look like snipes. So, you know, let's give Bobrowski some credit. And obviously you want to see Eichel, especially Eichel. You just feel that if he gets one, it's not going to stop there. He's going to get a couple of more. So, you know, Listen, at the end of the day, it's still 3-1. It was nice to see Chandler Stevenson bounce back. It was nice to see Mark Stone, obviously, have a big uh, a big effect on the game. William Carlson, we haven't put it, heard his name at all in the cup final as far as getting a goal. I know, Tony, you're keeping track closer than I am, but it was nice to see him get on the board, although Mark Stone was talking a lot about William Carlson uh, and his efforts in the game in the pressers. So, you know, he's doing fine. He could still win the con smite. He could still it's win the, the first time. Yeah, it's the first time I've ever seen Vegas Bjorn throw a punch at the end of that game. He threw the first punch, and he threw the first punch between those two. He did. He did. Yeah. And And I think he was saying sorry to him. I think he was, like, saying sorry to him. What was he saying? Sorry, dude? Like, I didn't mean He probably was. He's no longer Lady Bing. No longer. Under Bruce Cassidy. Okay. So it was a pretty clean game up until the very end in that final sequence, which all began (laughs) with another blunder by Alex Petrangelo. It's the second time this season where we've seen him with a delay of game. Luckily, there's only 17.4 seconds to go. And then Florida gets the two-man advantage, of course, with Bob out of the net. And we had a broken stick, too, right in the face. (laughs) They almost (laughs) had a broken twig. (laughs) Another broken twig. And again, here was an opportunity for Florida. They almost scored. And it was Chucky who was right there on the doorstep. The goal would not have counted. Right. But then all of the madness and pandemonium ensued. The rats on the panda. ice. And panda. Where? 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 Oh, oh pandemonium. A picture of, pandemonium. Of panda. Sorry. Pandemonium. That was, oh, that was such a good tweet, Tony. That was such a good tweet earlier. <laughs> We're all over the you place, folks. We're Leonard, having fun. Yeah. You have to wonder what Leonard's doing right now. But can you <laughs> unpack what happened on those late penalties? And how come How the only question I have <laughs> And it's not anti-VGK. How in the world does Aiden Hill get away with throwing a, yet another blocker punch? So you got a few things. So Petrangelo, the reason that happened, bad ice, Tony. That puck did <laughs> jump. That puck jumped on him a little bit. He still needs to be more responsible. <laughs> no. He's trying to go high and hard, but no, bad ice. No, don't, don't don't start with the bad ice, please. All right. So yeah, you're already on a pill, so we need to keep that going. So the final penalty count. Let's see. Let's count together. Makachuk, two for slashing, 10 for unsportsmanlike. We're up to 12. Um, no, I'm sorry. We're up to four because that's a unsportsmanlike. 
Now the misconducts. Now we're up to 14. Aiden Hill gets two. Montour gets two. Montour gets 10. So we have two, four, 14, six. We have 26 to four penalty minutes in the end there. That's pretty awesome. Um, A lot of questions are being asked. One, Petrangelo exiting the the penalty box, and there's a fight happening. Um, There's a couple rules that do talk about that, but a lot of that is geared towards if there is an instigator situation, and particularly he's the instigator, everything shows him being engaged by Kachuk and other players on the ice. So that's a good thing. Uh, The second thing is, I'm curious what the role of the penalty timekeeper was in all of that. The person, there are off-ice officials who are usually local referees and things like that. Their job is to open and close the penalty box door. That's literally what they do. They do more than that, but that's their primary job function during a game. So did Petrangelo break out of the box, you know, like a caged gorilla to go get in there? Or did the timekeeper open the box and then there just happens to be something happening? So I don't think anything's happening of that. I think if there was going to be some type of announcement about a review or something strange. I think that would have happened already. Um, Aiden Hill's out there throwing haymakers with everything he can. And a good buddy of mine, Phil, uh, buys in some of my hockey breaks. He's a, he's a St. Louis guy, but you know, he's wondering like, why is Bennington getting suspended for leaving the crease and hitting pretty hard with his blocker hand? He got two games uh, earlier in the year, uh, that game against Minnesota where Fleury wanted to have a fight with him. And the difference with that is Bennington literally exited the crease to create a confrontation and basically almost went in like an intent to injure where both times Aiden Hill, there's something already happening in front of him. He's getting pushed. So, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying one's better than the other, but I don't think Aiden Hill is even under any possible, you know, concern about any supplementary discipline, supplementary, whatever it is, discipline from the NHL, nor do I think anything's happening with Petrangelo and the penalties at the end of the game. I mean, I don't know. Montour certainly started everything. I mean, honestly, uh, Carlson maybe getting two for roughing is maybe the only thing that they might have missed in all that. But uh, you know the, so, they wanted so to make sorry. sure they kept uh, Lady Bing going there. <laughs> yeah, I'm so so sorry. Uh, on the way out, just a quote from Keegan Colasar, who was mic'd up. Oh, he said, "I like when teams hate us, and this series is getting heated." Later on, we'll take a look so at the funny. latest and in the injuries. As I think VGK, you could say honestly, is winning the war of attrition. And coming up next, you know, for the second time in his career, Chandler Stevenson with the opportunity to hoist the Stanley Cup at T-Mobile Arena. Right. right? That's pretty cool. He scored twice on Saturday night, including the opening goal. And it happened on yet another line change. We're going to get into that when we return (laughs) right here on Locked On Golden Knights. That was bad ice. Maybe you're like us and you want to be healthy and eat well but it's always easier said than done. Well, that's no longer the case with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1 and a glass of water each day, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that will help you to start the day off on the right foot. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports everything from your nervous system to your recovery focus. You sleep better like I do and much, much more it can be very hard and expensive to keep track of all the multiple different supplements and vitamins, <coughs> not to mention how hard you okay there. All I'm right. good. I'm better now. All right. Uh, how hard it can be <laughs> on your stomach. AG one, uh, that cough, I think was hard on your stomach. AG one costs you less than $3 a day and you are investing in the health and it is much, much cheaper than your cold brew habit right now. 
It's the time to reclaim your health and to arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Back from Las Vegas, Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick, and we are supercharged. One more win for BGK. <laughs> we're, feisty. We a, we're feisty. We could, we could call it a wrap, okay? Uh, we'd like to thank everyone for making us your first listen each and every day. Fridays are WTF. What the Friday? This Friday, if things go according to form. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. You think the parade on Friday. Usually, typically, that's what they do, right? Where is it going to go? Like, seriously, I, I, we shouldn't be talking about this, but it's just such I think a... I'm going to post something maybe later on on Sunday night. I'm going to take a napkin, and I'll draw you a really nice route. Like, I was thinking, somewhere. like, somewhere down 15 even, but even that's a poop <laughs> show right now. Like, seriously, <laughs> what artery around the strip can they consider can't doing be Frankie. This? Can't be Frank Sinatra. No, it can't be Sinatra. It can't, can't be, be anywhere in Tropicana. Oh, my God. There's nowhere on the strip they disaster. could do that. Right. It's just they're going to have to do it. There's a little thing south. between the Golden Knights and the and and the, and the Raiders, so they don't <laughs> want to do it at, at Allegiance. Just do it south, I guess. Somewhere start at Mandalay Bay, perhaps. Mandalay, Mandalay to South Point, because there's not a lot there, I guess. Maybe, perhaps. Start at the sign with the, do do a team photo and go down to South Point. All right, so back to Chandler Stevenson. Oh yeah, he's already <laughs> skated around T-Mobile Arena back in 2018 with the Stanley Cup when he was with the Washington Capitals and they beat VGK in game five for the cup. And uh, now the veteran forward now has a chance to repeat and have a repeat performance on Tuesday night for VGK and Stevenson, who is an all-star. I think people forget that Um, he's had an up and down playoffs to be quite honest, Uh, but for the 10th time in the postseason, VGK scored a goal in the first five minutes of a game. And he was the beneficiary very early on. And for the third time, get this stat that I dug up. Oh for the third time in these cup playoffs, Chris, Chandler Stevenson scored a goal on a line change. <laughs> the Stars in game two, remember that? Um, Dodonoff and Wyatt Johnson left the ice for a yep. change. BGK comes up with a four on three. And Theodore shot the puck, rebound Stevenson goal. Okay, Game one versus Edmonton. This is unbelievable. I, I, you never see this door. I, we had not seen this door in the course of the regular season. And we've seen it three times in the postseason. And Chandler Stevenson has cashed in all three times. Game one against Edmonton. Petro to Stone, to Howden, to Stevenson. And that's at the point where they uh, led at that point five to three in game one with 326 to go. BGK won that game 6-4 to four on the Eichel empty netter. Warren Fogle left the ice early. And there's something about the Golden Knights when they could sense. Are they communicating? How is this happening? And how does the puck wind up on the stick three times on a line change in the playoffs for Chandler Stevenson? There was a meme going with Stevenson on that breakaway, like saying how the NHL is rigged. It looked like a flying V with uh, the Florida Panthers, like <laughs> all a foot behind him on each side. I mean, that's not the case. Um, opportunistic is the only thing I can say. I mean, when you do, and this is no different than why I tell the kids that I coach, 
when you do the little things right, good things happen. When you do line changes at the right time, you don't give up stupid goals. Let's start there. Florida, Dallas, Seattle, and whoever else you said earlier. Um, you know, yeah, then I'm sure there's more. So point being is do the little things right. Take advantage of any opportunity. And, you know, those, those goals don't happen. I think if it's not for Mark Stone on both of them, um, doing what he does, setting up Stevenson. And, you know, I was talking with the guilts uh, on Sunday for a locked on NHL and he asked kind of what's going on. And, you know, it's someone different every night is what it seems like. And it's not even just one, like this is kind of an anomaly where, you know, Stevenson got his two goals. Marchessault's had a couple of two goal games along the way as well. But usually, it's four or five. I mean, four or five different goal scores. I say that kind of jokingly because we're scoring four or five goals a night right now. Um, but it's usually a bunch of different scorers all finding ways to chip in. And you know, last night was Stevenson's turn. And I mean, that's still line two slash line three. However, you want to measure that on paper, depending on which broadcast or which uh, writer you're you're reading on uh, on Twitter right now. Um, but that's still a pretty good line three. It's still a pretty good line three. <laughs> On Saturday night, early in the game, at just a minute 39 in, that's when Aaron Eckblad exited the ice on the line change. No one backed defensively. No one took his place. And it was White Cloud to Stone to Stevenson. Uh, just unbelievable. And currently now, Chandler Stevenson <coughs> has 19 points. Um, and he's doing a great job, but three of his 10 goals have come on opponent line changes. It's been up and down for Stevenson. He did have that cross check earlier on in the series. He did have those issues in the face-off circle. Stevenson tried to get a cross check in this game too. He tried to do it in this game. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, though, he's just been up and down his second goal. Because what had happened was he got in deep though prior to that. And he was right there in front of Bobrovsky, Tried and he pass. passed up the puck. Of course he did. Well, that's all Vegas does is they pass when they get close now. Yeah. So in any event, I mean, then he finally just second time, he just pots <laughs> the goal, I mean, on the wrister. And that was a beauty of a shot. And in that point, they go up two to nothing. So that was um, pretty interesting, though, for Chandler Stevenson. And hopefully, you know, he can rebound and play well here down the stretch here and perhaps in the final game. And hoist the cup again. Yeah, there you That's go. That's so be cool, fun. right? Uh, that, I mean, how cool is it like the way, I mean, who was Chandler Stevenson six years ago to anybody in the league? Call it what it is. He's a fourth line grinder. Few goals here, few goals there. You know, basically, you know, a rental player to fill a roster spot. And then, I mean, you were so high on him in the previous season being our MVP when, you know, it was such a down season. Even the last two years, he's had a couple of great years. So awesome to watch his career blossom. And it would be really cool. I mean, that's the type of thing where no one else in history may achieve what Chandler Stevenson is possibly about to do. Another fun takeaway from the game was uh, Gudis wanted to go after Will Carrier again. Carrier has both his hands up like, dude, no, you you can hit me. You can do what you want. I'm not touching you. I'm not going back to the box. And uh, I put this up. I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't get this out there. So watch party. Henderson, Saturday night, beautiful weather, 2,000 people. They're so awesome. I did do I did have a WTF in a negative fashion about Henderson because after the watch party on Thursday, the screen was pixelating at times. It wasn't a good experience at some key moments Uh-oh. in the game. Did you get in trouble? You in hot water? No. So here's okay. what happens on Saturday night, Tony. The screen pixelated very, very little. It was really good. Okay. But then the last 17 seconds, I start recording because it's a big moment, right? When there's three seconds on the clock. The screen goes completely 
dark oh. for about one full second. Oof. So City of Henderson, you made some wonderful strides. You got some good food trucks. Big shout out to L Dogs. Best uh, hot links I've had in this town in a long time. <laughs> uh, great setup out there. You know, the, the the DJ, he can talk a little less, but it's still fun. It's a great environment. Just find a way. There is a possibility of one of the most exciting moments for many fans' lives that you are about to be the host for. Fix your screen. Find a way. Do not become a national laughing stock. If with five seconds to go, the Golden Knights score this amazing goal to win the cup and the screen goes black. Please, oh Henderson. This is my yeah. backyard. Lifeguard is my second home. Find a way to fix this, whatever it takes, please. Coming up next, once again, we witnessed the toughness of Jack Eichel. And oh. the Panthers are worn Oof. down. They are getting beaten down from injuries. Back with more after this on Locked On Golden Knights. For a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. That could happen just here in Las Vegas if they win the Stanley Cup. Well, it's uh, the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure that every part that you need fits right the first time around. Just go and add your ride to my garage and look for the green check and you will know that that part will fit or you get your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, they'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win and as soon as you have the right parts, because they're guaranteed, right? And get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eligible items only exclusions apply we are back on lockdown golden knights tony cardasco and chris gallick we come to you from las vegas each and every day we've got cup fever in this city just one more win win number 16 and vgk they complete their quest for the stanley cup in season number six it's just unbelievable and vgk as we mentioned chris right before the break they're winning the battle of attrition um, and they are definitely beating down, I think, with their depth. I, I have to believe um, beating down the Florida Panthers. Jack Eichel continues to amaze us. He really does. He's a warrior. Hit by a hard slap shot, uh, left side of his neck, <clears throat> off of the stick of Jonathan Marcheseau, and he thought that he drew blood, and he was just checking for blood as he left the ice. And it was a scary moment because of his neck injury. First and foremost, that's the first thing that came to mind. He left the ice, and then he returned. And after the game, he even visited with fans. So maybe that's what adrenaline does. And you have to hope that everything's okay with Eichel. Maybe he sits out the skate on, on Monday. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had I was telling a story to my kids and my wife uh, when I was refing a beer league game. I was standing on the glass and person clears the puck from behind the net. I'm where I'm supposed to be. Person cleared the puck high. There's a player between me and the puck, so I don't get a read off of it right away. All of a sudden, player ducks, and I got a puck looking me square in the eye. I move a little bit, and the puck just barely grazed my neck. But it, like, like I felt it. It didn't hurt a ton, but it scared the ever-living, insert inappropriate word here out of me. And, you know, fast forward to Jack Eichel, took a shot from March or so, who you know, shoots a little harder than that beer league chump that almost, you know, took out my jugular. 
and it hit him in a like right here in this this terrible spot. And like you said, the who knows what the carryover from his neck surgery is and that and all of that. And you know, just glad that I mean, for any player, you don't want someone taking a puck like that in that spot. That's dangerous. And you know, good for VGK, good for Eichel. Second time he took what looked to be a a pretty nerve wracking um, hit, if you will, situation. Sits out a little bit, gets looked at, comes back, and he still has a positive effect on the game. And for the Panthers, their injuries, Matthew Kachuk is definitely hurt, um, beaten down. It appears to be, I don't know, I'm no doctor. I don't even try to play one on this podcast, but it's perhaps a shoulder injury of sorts, upper body, because uh, Brett Howden hit him, and they go, oh, what a big hit by Howden on Kachuk. And it really wasn't, but I think I every hit. It was a yeah. seeing eye hit. Yeah, every single hit that happens now is going to be painful. He's definitely in a lot of pain. And, in fact, Kachuk was skating around just with his stick, one hand on the stick, his left hand. He sat out about six and a half minutes. He was at the end of the bench. They brought brought him back for uh, the money time, and he almost cashes in, which is just remarkable. And so uh, he got knocked out of the game. He came back. Anthony Duclair, uh, he's injured, not sure what his status is. And uh, they're pretty banged up team. Gudas uh, still not 100%, you could tell. And I think that, again, VGK is winning this war of attrition by doing it repeatedly. It's just hard to believe. It was, it was hard for me to fathom that this would turn into a physical team. And that's exactly what they've become. They're a physical team, and they're wearing down a team in the Stanley Cup final, which I never would have envisioned in a million years. Or they're the bully. They're the big bully of the Stanley Cup of the playoffs. And I mean that in a positive way. I absolutely love the brand of hockey that the Florida Panthers play. It's this good mix of old school versus new school with speed and skill. But they also have some players who will just uh, put you into that second row with the with the thing of nachos. Right. The nachos, right Alec Martinez, the there you go. Um, Matt Kachuk credit him for being a warrior. Credit him for scoring some of the most money goals in the entire playoff. That said, I'm going to say this very bluntly, VGK, if he takes the ice on Tuesday, needs to eliminate him. I don't mean they need to do anything dirty. I don't want anyone hitting him from behind or doing any, half the things they've been doing to Mark Stone. But Colasar, if he gets his shot to line him up, take him out. Howden, if he gets his shot to hit him on the boards, finish that check. Finish it hard. Eliminate him from this series. It might only take one or two more hits to do it, and that's part of the game of hockey. Again, I'm not saying target him. I'm not saying play dirty. I'm not saying do anything, but you finish every check, every opportunity you can on Kachuk. If we let him hang around and this series does happen to extend, that'll be a huge mistake by the VGK. And it's not just Matt Kachuk. It's all the players you mentioned. VGK needs to turn the tables now and play a more physical role because this series could extend. You never know. If Florida does win game five, that will deflate the Golden Knights who will be you know, all excited, fresh off of uh, uh, Chance's big brunch. So that and Chance's made... brunch is on Monday. You're so no, confusing. it's not. I've got. I got the email here. right here. I uh, got Monday's email. team practice ahead of Tuesday's game five. It says festivities Monday. at eight thirty on Monday. Yeah, there's no way they would do this on Festive game eight thirty outside the main entrance okay. to cheer players when they arrive for eleven a.m. practice. That's I don't know. Okay, okay. Maybe when they they're two separate emails, and I'm not on that. I'm not privy. To they announced today. Do you know a chance for Mondays? Okay, it's Monday. Okay, you win it's this. Monday. You win this battle. It's Monday. It says Monday's practice ahead of Tuesday's game. We can agree this sucks. <laughs> okay, it's we the, can it's, agree on that. 
it's this the brunch. Dumb. It's the brunch in front of City National. Only two hundred fans do another can get brunch? in. Who's saying they're not going to do another brunch? It, there's just too much going on. It's a circus, man. And like you know, the players just have to get on that ice, concentrate, get out there, skate one around, one move those legs, and set things up for hopefully win number sixteen. And Cassidy said. The fans need to celebrate this. I thought that was really cool. Sure. Um, he's starting to feel it. He's starting to feel it. And they did have the bench mic'd up. And you hear him like, let's go, boys. Let's go. Let's go. And he's more like engaged and into it. So he's starting to feel that this team, uh, and they have to do with this game. Uh, there's no doubt. I, I know that they could come back and win the series, but they have to just finish it. And they need to close out. And they learned, hopefully, from the Dallas series, they need to get rid of this opponent and they need to do it on Tuesday night. They need to beat the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, you have to do it now. Leave no doubt. Don't give Florida any hope because you know they go back. It's almost a certain if this thing does go back to Florida, Florida's winning game sets. You have to give credit. That has to be the mindset, at least, of the Golden Knights. If they lose this game, more bad ice, it's going to be really bad, really bad. They need to have uh, Chucky's brunch out there. I think that would be pretty good. Fried gator, all sorts of good things. We thank everyone for note. tuning in. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate you all, especially our everydayers, the folks that put up with us. YouTube, YouTube, we need some more subscribers. We're almost at a thousand. Almost. All right, get there. Please go there and subscribe. Find us again wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back again on Tuesday. That's not the day of the big brunch. It's on Monday. All that confusion for I'm Chris Gallick, Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you again on Tuesday, right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take.